Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another TV season review. Uh, this is going to be for the Volume 2 of Season 4 for Stranger Things. So Episodes 8 and 9 of Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 2. I didn't decide to release the episodes like this, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm your host Matthew. And uh, let's start off with my spoiler-free impressions, my spoiler-free review. So just to clarify what this is, of course, this is Volume 2 of Season 4. Stranger Things, it's episodes 8 and 9, the two really long ones, um, so that's the episodes I'm going to be covering, but no worries if you haven't seen those episodes yet, because we're going to stay spoiler free for the moment. Um, I thought these episodes were excellent, I would give these two episodes, because how I'm going to sort of title this is Must See Stranger Things S4 V2, that's basically how I'm going to do this, because uh, we do have quite a lot of content here, it might be two episodes of TV. But these are two quite long episodes uh, of television. I think it adds up to about four hours. So it's about half a season of like a normal Netflix show. So it's pretty good. Uh, but excellent episodes. Um, yeah, must see. I, I would give this a 9 out of 10 instead of a 10. Um, there are a few issues I do have with this season. Um, but the the thing is, I'll, as I'll... I, I realised as I was watching these episodes, specifically more with the second episode, the second episode gets into more of the meat of what's going on uh, with with this, uh, with, with the storyline. And I realised how sort of like, because I was obviously out like, you know, had my critical thinking hat on and all this type of stuff, you know, I was sort of, you know, not nitpicking, but very, it's a very, it's a show I watch very critically because... Although with although with Stranger Things you can have fun with it, it's a fun show. It's a it's a great show. It's an entertaining show, but it also specifically with these two episodes has a certain level of stakes. Um, not going to get into all of that, but you sort of because when you're dealing right with. A villain like Vecna, and you've got like, oh, who might die out of these characters, sort of thing. It's very difficult to look at these episodes and be like, oh, do, do I buy that that character got out of that situation? Do I buy that it took this much time for this to happen? There are two time related issues that I have with this episode, but I can't talk about them more specifically until I get to the spoiler section. Um, but my, because I, I, I have more sort of like small complaints about this season but overall with these two episodes um i think this is an emotionally satisfying finale i'm just going to call it a finale it's basically one big set of four hours of content basically um i think this is a very very satisfying finale i still think this show is absolutely a must-see tv show um i think it's one of netflix's best shows i think it's one of the best shows on television and i think it's an incredible show still but even when you have the highs of all of those highs, right, with a show like this, there's still the occasion where a show will slip up slightly with certain things. Um, so I, I do have those small sort of... not I, I wouldn't really actually call them nitpicks, because the issues I have aren't really what you'd label as nitpicks, but again, I'll talk about that in the spoiler section. Um... I think, in in terms of everything else, I think these are some of the best... In terms of the content that we've got here, I think this is some of the best Stranger Things we have seen. Um, 
yeah, I think I think it's some of the best Stranger Things that we've seen. And you've got in again mainly in the in the second or the ninth episode, uh, the two of these of these set of episodes, you've got a lot of set pieces going on. Um, so one big compliment I want to give re- really this whole season four and specifically with these two episodes because I've already given my compliments and my thoughts to the other seven episodes. I think the pacing here is really really good. I think the structure here is really really good and as I mention um, quite often those two things not only kind of go not only sort of affect each other but they can help or hurt each other. Uh, So the structure of the episode like when you choose to cut away to different characters how long it takes you to get back to certain characters and given that you're juggling about four sets of four sets of things going on to four sort of set pieces um that's pretty that's probably quite hard to do in the writer's room and specifically in terms of like when you're probably directing these episodes like when do we cut a scene off who do we jump to next um do we do we want to how do we balance it in terms of like you know, is one thing more interesting than the other? Are, are, is our audience sitting there and saying like, "Hey, can you just get back to these characters instead of these?" I never felt that in in this episode. Um, I cared about everything that was going on. I cared about every single character. I didn't want any of them to die. I'm not going to mention who dies. Don't worry. Uh, I didn't want any of them to die. Um, but I was. Did you know what I really like about certain TV episodes like these? Is when you're like, you know, when you've got that laser focus on a television show that you're watching. Can do it with games, can do it with films and everything else. But specifically this type of media with TV. You know when you're sitting there and you are laser focused on an episode. You might have a snack with you. You might have your drink. Hopefully a phone is nowhere near you. But, because I've had like, because usually I have like some, we all have probably, you know, something to drink or whatever. And I don't just mean alcohol, I mean just a general drink. And you know when you're sitting there and you're proper laser focused and you are invested in every single moment that's going on so much so that you don't even want to lean, you don't even want to move your arm to pick up your drink. You don't even want to lean over, you don't want to look over at your drink. Um, or that, that type of viewing, this is what these episodes gave me and I think if you can suck in a viewer that much to where... I didn't want to look away at all because I was so invested in everything that was going on because I felt the stakes were so high, the tension was so high, I was I was worried about these characters. If you can get an audience member, in this case me, to that point um, where I'm not like, where I'm not distracted by other things, but it's not only because I can hear other things going on around me, right? You know, there's people outside and whatnot, all that sort of thing, cars driving doors closing opening you know i can hear other things but i'm so invested and focused on the episode that even those like outside noises um don't distract you from the episode because you're just so like again let laser fo- not to keep using the same term over and over again but laser focused that is i think an accomplishment in of itself um because that is that is your attention span, your investment, your focus. Um, and those are things that are quite hard to get. And I, I do think only the best of the best in terms of television and whatnot um, can actually, you know, achieve that. Because um, there, there's, there's shows that I sort of, I watch, I'm invested, but I look at my phone now and again. There's certain shows where I literally just listen to them and I'm on my phone or whatever. 
um, that kind of stuff. So, but uh, no, this is definitely one of those shows still very much where um, I've, I've got that full focus kind of going on. So that was really good. Um, what else do I want to say? Spoiler free here. Uh, I think this sets up very well. Fifth and final. I think it's next next season is supposed to be the last one. Fifth and final season. Um, but what what's really quite amazing about this season, I think. And I don't know how much this will get brought up, but a few weeks before the volume one came out, right, and there was the the, the run times were posted online about like hour fifteen, hour twenty, hour ten minutes, hour you know hour five minutes, um, and then they said like, hey, last two episodes is an hour and a half and two and a half hours, and everyone was like, oh wow, that's a lot of content. <laughs> Looking back on this whole season. Um, specifically with the last episode, which is the longest two and a half hours. Um, I think the pacing is really surprisingly good. Like, really surprisingly good with these. Um, because you think of, like, some of the longer films that we get, right, that we, that we go out and see or whatever. They're, like, two hours, two hours, twenty minutes. Some films can't handle that extra twenty minutes, but this episode did, did the last episode here. Um, even with the first episode... Um, that the the hour the ninety minute one, which is episode eight. Um, I still feel I. I was never checking the time in terms of like, like I was never I was never checking the episode time to think like oh how long's how how long's left of this like you know pick up the pace kind of thing I was never thinking that so, um but no incredible episodes um I think this is I I wanted I wanted to say a high point for Stranger Things. I do still like season three overall more. Um, I think I prefer. I I think these last two episodes give season three a really good run for its money. And maybe if I went back and watched season three and then had more of like a recent, you know, impression of season three, um, that I would maybe like season four more. Um, but I, I do think season four is better than one and two. I just think for, for me personally, season three is the high mark. Um, but I suppose what I, what I was, what I meant, which was what I was going to say about like the high point stuff. Some of the things that are achieved, especially with like handling all these set pieces, like I, I can't stress that enough in this, especially in the last episode, handling all those set pieces because there's a lot going on, and that does make the the episode justify its its runtime. Because there's enough going on to you know drive the episode forward. You're not so you're not sort of watched you know checking your watch or whatever, and waiting for the next interesting thing. Because it's just it's this great ongoing pace. But in terms of some of the set pieces that are achieved, those are some of the high points. I think I just prefer season three overall as a whole package i think so um i I suppose the thing you could say or i could say is episode the episode nine not only is because episode nine and four i think in this whole season are probably the high points so maybe those two episodes are better than the individual episodes of season three but i still prefer season three as a whole thing over season four but again i like all of it anyway so I, i like all of all of stranger things um, so there's there's no issue there. Um, but no, excellent two episodes. I'm really really looking forward to season five. Uh, in about you know twenty years when they make it, um, these characters will be in their sixties when the final season comes out. Um, but no, it'll probably be 
I don't know, about two years or something. I, I don't know what point the script is at or whatever. So, we shall see. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much my uh, spoiler-free thoughts for the episode. I do have some things to say in the spoiler section, and I will get to that in a minute. But before we do any of that, before we get before we get anywhere near our spoiler section, before we do housekeeping, um, we've got to talk about uh, Manscaped. Entertainment Talk at the moment is currently sponsored by Manscaped. They are, of course, a men's grooming service. You can go and buy various different products for them. Uh, they sent me a free kit so I could try out some of their products and tell you all, all about them. Um, so with whether it's their products themselves, the packaging, the quality of everything, everything is very professionally made really really great quality the packaging wasn't ripped or damaged or anything like that it all came in very very great packaging the products themselves i don't feel like anything is going to break nothing was ripped of course as i said everything very well presented in the package and everything uh, some of those products you can get are different razors different nose trimmers you can get different boxer briefs and all that kind of stuff um, and there's a whole bunch of other products that you can get from manscaped as well uh, if you would like to have a look on manscapes website there is a link in your show notes whether you're listening on the website version or the podcast version uh, says the manscaped link there so you click on that you go and do your, your shopping with manscaped uh, and of course you might be thinking okay you know you got to pay for that and you got to pay for shipping as well but good news you don't have to well you do have to pay for the items but you'll get a good discount uh, with our promo code and you'll get free shipping as well so when you get to that checkout and you think oh i spent 20 pounds shipping cost now it's 25 pounds no shipping cost to worry about with our deal with manscaped if you type in the promo code etalkuk that's e-t-a-l-k uk you can get 20 percent off your order and free shipping with manscaped you can type that in either all uppercase or all lowercase it's up to you but 20 percent off with manscaped go and check out the website go and have a browse um again incredibly well made products great packaging as well because it, it's nice to get things you know nicely packaged as well isn't it so uh, 20% off your order with manscaped and that nice free shipping which is always a good touch as well so etalkuk at checkout promo code 20% off free shipping thanks to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thanks to you thank you very much for listening we're going to take a break do a bit of housekeeping and then I will I will give you another very clear warning. This is a very spoiler sensitive type show. I understand that. I'll give you I'll give you a good spoiler warning in a minute. But we'll be back in a second with some housekeeping. See you in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. 
and you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film. And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, as of today, I posted the June 2022 edition of the chat podcast. Uh, that's, of course, Entertainment Talk's podcast for chat men off behind the scenes. Uh, so the chat portion of the episode, I did talk about the ongoing unfortunate incident with uh, the abortion decision in the US. My thoughts on all of that going on. Um, so nasty thing that's happening at the moment. Uh, with women's rights basically sort of being taken away. Uh, so I talked about all of that over there. I also talked about some of our TV plans and a bit of a sort of plan as to what I might do with our TV talk episode. So you can listen to all that. I also talked a bit about work because I haven't talked about that in a couple of months. I talked about my experience on Grinder, uh, which is of course the gay dating app. And uh talked about some changes I have made to Patreon. You'll hear about those at the end of the show as well uh, but you can go and listen to that episode itself if you want a uh, full update on all of that uh, over on the boys that's still continuing for season three the season finale is next week but the newest episode is season three episode seven the penultimate episode for the season that's season three renewed for season four so that's uh, the diabolical seven episode which is for the boys 307. Uh, Westworld's also just returned for its uh, fourth season season four episode one me and David covered the return for Westworld on HBO Gaming talk this week, we talked about Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater 3 and 4 remaster being cancelled because of Activision's not just um, uh, studio mismanagement, but basically development mismanagement was was going on over there. Uh, We've been hearing about all that for a while, but now some games have started to get cancelled with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remaster of 3 and 4, which won't be happening. Uh, We also talked about some bad Sonic gameplay and talked about PS Plus as well, the new PS Plus that sort of uh, happened. Uh, over on the TV season reviews, we did a must-see review for Obi-Wan Kenobi, the first season. At the moment, it's a first season. Um, that was me and David, giving that a must-see rating. We really, really enjoyed Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's, of course, the Star Wars. I don't need to explain this. a Star Wars show uh, on Disney+, Plus, of course, for that. Um, talked about ASMR and the problem that uh, ASMR has a Twitch problem. Essentially, content is being made in, let's just say, a different way, which doesn't quite work, over on Twitch. And I compared that to how content of ASMR gets created or made on YouTube. So I talked about all of that. I did a list for top 5 best Marvel and DC video games. I've also done related lists of best and worst TV shows for Marvel and DC and best and worst films for Marvel and DC. I've done related lists of those. Uh, World of Last of Us podcast did a video thing for the character models in Ellie's journal. Did a podcast talking about Abby and Ellie who's got the better weapons and levels. And that's pretty much everything. I did a, uh, of course, a completionist review as well. Uh, that was a sort of rev- more, more deeper sort of review after multiple multiple playthroughs of The Last of Us Part Two. That was all for the recent anniversary content. So you can check that out. That's what's been happening on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. Okay, 
I am now going to go into spoilers for season four episodes, the new two new episodes, volume two, you know which ones I'm talking about, episodes eight and nine. If you have not seen those episodes of Stranger Things, you are going to want to leave now. So if you're listening on a podcast player, I'm just saying this all nice and slowly. So in case you I don't know what you'd be in the middle of doing, you could be doing anything. Um, if you're not hands-free, you could be carrying bags of shopping, you could be driving. I don't know what you might be up to right now. Um, but if you have not seen those two episodes of Stranger Things, now is your chance to leave. You can listen to a different piece of content that we've got. So we've got quite a bit of different content. You can listen to some music. You can listen to Running Up the Hill by Kate uh, Bush. Uh, or you can go and listen to some ASMR, but I'm going to go into spoilers now. So press pause, mute, take your earphones out, whatever. Um, click on a different piece of content, close your podcast app, press home, whatever, because I'm going to go into spoilers now. Are we clear? Are we good? Because I'm going to get into the character. I'm going to get into character death straight away. So you, you better have left, because I'm going to mention them. Alright, so character deaths. So the Duffer Brothers teased that we were going to get a bloodbath of, I think they said four or so characters. Now, I didn't specifically see the Duffer Brothers say that, but I saw lots of quotes and reports and things like that. Some of which could have been slightly exaggerated to drive up hype for the season. Not that Stranger Things really needs that because it's Stranger Things. So we got Eddie, who died. We also got the guy that nearly beat Mike to death. He got burned in half and Max ended up in a coma we thought she died at one point but she's in a coma was very worried for her I was very worried for every single character so is that satisfying um I think that is it it, it depends what you do next season because next season is clearly looked at as like this big season of course what's teased with Vecna uh, is it Vecna yeah at the, at the end of the season he you know went off to lick his wounds and whatnot he's gonna be back uh, they didn't manage to defeat him but he didn't manage to really defeat too many other characters uh, he already killed three people well t- see technically at one point he did kill Max but then she survived um the way that was handled was pretty interesting. But. Because you're watching these two episodes right. And you're thinking. Okay at one at one point Robin. Um, Nancy and Steve get like strangled with the vines. They get put up against the wall. Are you going to kill off one of them? They chose not to. You get Hopper that gets a Demogorgon thing right on top of him. Is it going to eat his face? That didn't happen. The I need to get into the time-related issues that I've got. So, in this last episode, there's two specific time-related incidents that happen with Max. So there's one point where she's running around the house that they go to, and, you know, door's blocked by wood, door's blocked by wood, she opens another door, it's her brother Billy. And you cut away from that for a bit of time. And you go to L for different things. You also cut to uh, Robin, um, Steve and um, Nancy for a bit. Then you cut back to Hopper for a little bit. And I was kind of wondering like... Okay, so she Max is running around this house. Vecna's walking around this house. 
And while they were... I didn't have a problem with them cutting away from that to go to other scenes. That was fine. But as more time was passing in the episode... I was thinking... Sort of why and how has he not sort of cornered her yet? Because his tactic, right? The thing, the thing that he ended up doing with pretty much everybody was put somebody up against the wall or in, in a corner, right? He'd like put his hands out and get his nasty nails all up in your face and everything, and then he'd sort of flick his hand up, kind of thing. And that is where the character, like their eyes, will roll back into their heads and they'll get lifted up, and then back in the normal world their physical character wherever they would be would be sort of frozen in point or whatever and then they would get lifted up limbs broken and head not caved in but the eyes caved in and that would be them dead there's another point later on in the last episode where um max gets fully pulled up and you show, I think it's a, a leg and her arm that breaks at one point. That was when I was really nervous. Because like, okay, he's basically at that last, last point. Then you cut away to... I can't remember who it was that they cut away to. But they cut away to somebody else. Again, I didn't mind that they cut away from that. There was there was lots going on. Lots of... You need to cut, be cutting back and forth between characters a bit. Because there's like five different set pieces. And I was kind of wondering, okay, how much longer... I didn't, didn't want Max to die, of course. I want all, I love all these characters. I want all of them to survive. But I was kind of thinking, isn't that the point where he just finishes you off? And the time that was taken there? And then, you know, um, Elle manages to break free because Mike speaks to her. Um... And then she breaks free and she does like the force push against the tree. And then that's where like, that's where everybody gets rescued, right? The Demogorgon gets pushed off of Hopper. Uh, Nancy, Steve and um, Robin get released from the, the vines thing. Like everything gets released in one go. That was at a point of concern where I was like, oh, are you going to kill anybody off? Again, this wasn't a really interesting set of episodes to watch because... And, and this is why stakes are important in in shows like this and in episodes like this. Because you look at all these characters and you think you love all of them, right? You, you love every character, um, apart from obviously Vecna, whatever. All, all the human characters, you, you love all of them, right? And you're thinking, I think in the back of my mind, the whole time watching this. Because um, I was like, okay, when are we going to start? Because you're nervous about, like, are you going to kill someone off in the first five minutes? Are you going to kill someone off an hour and a half in, in the episode? Half an hour into the episode? <laughs> you know, when 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 is the when are the, when are the bodies going to start dropping? Because that's when you start getting worried, right? That your favourite characters are going to start dying. And on the one hand, you think, okay, you don't want any of your favourite characters here to die, right? We don't want any of these characters to die. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking... You sort of need to start doing it, but I don't want you to do it. <laughs> it's but it, it that's that's the interesting point, right? Of like, okay, if you kill off, let let's say for example, Steve, right? If you killed off Steve in the episode, he didn't die in the episode. If you kill off Steve in the episode, you don't want him to. You like him, you care about him, you don't want him to die. But then also, they've done such a great, such a fantastic job of developing all these characters. Like the the character work on this show is just on another level like the, the character development and the emotion and everything else it's one of the show's best qualities and like the character moments and everything and then the happy stuff the sad stuff 
is, is one of the show's best qualities. And as I've always said this about every single piece of media that I consume. If a character dies and you go, oh damn, I'm really bummed out that that character's died. Or you're really emotional. Or it depends of the, like, the manner of how the character dies as well. You know, do they get shot, stabbed, beheaded? Do they get their eyes gouged out by Vecna? Um, do they get their head bitten off by a Demogorgon? A Demogorgon? Uh, it that that's a factor as well, but you think like because you you nervous about your favorite characters dying, and then when they because when they do if if they did kill off like a Steve, it's good that you get you would get emotional about it right or that you would be bothered by it because you care about him, um as opposed to like if Steve died for example and I'm just using Steve as an example, and thinking and if you went ah oh, Steve's dead oh, okay, you know <laughs> it wouldn't like. Um, like for example, when they kill off the uh, I can't remember the guy's name. The guy's name that was um, uh, Christie's boyfriend, and he starts nearly beating. He has, he has a big fight with um, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Not Will. Um, his name's in the cast list. Give me a second, Lucas. There we go. Uh, when he is uh, fighting Lucas, right? Because I was worried that the guy himself was gonna kill Lucas. He's like strangling him very badly at one point. And, yeah, you, you have all that kind of going on, and you're thinking, like, yeah, you, you're nervous about your favourite characters dying, you know, so, anyway, um, but, I, I, I don't know how to, that, that's the one, st- that's the sticking point for me with the season, is how to feel about, because you put almost all of your characters in danger, you, even, even to a point where, because this felt like, okay, these characters are losing and they're losing badly. And even when like Elle's getting beaten slightly or she she's losing the fight and she's being tied up by the vines, I was like, okay, she's she's tied up by the vines. Like no one else has got her powers. Vecna, because I literally thought at one point in this episode, <clears throat> um, the Vecna, because he he kept saying to, he kept insisting to Elle that like. You've you've done the work that I wanted you to do. I'm gonna make you watch. And I was like, Are you gonna make like L watch you kill Max? Because that's what it felt like was gonna happen. And you went back to the running up the hill place and all that kind of stuff. It was all really good. So I don't know how to feel about the stakes here. Um, yeah, I just remembered an earlier point that I was gonna go back to with the Lucas thing. So Lucas was um, fighting that guy. They, you know, Lucas he almost chokes Lucas out and everything. He gets like knocked to the side at one point. So what I'm talking about with character stakes and death and all that, all, all that sort of stuff. There's a point where Vecna starts really winning quite well, and he starts making cracks in the ground, which is when he spoke to Nancy in the first five minutes of episode eight, where I thought Nancy might have gonna die. And Vecna saying to Nancy, like, make sure you show this to Elle, or he said something like that. And it was a vision of, you know, Hawkins being, you know, broken. And that guy that was trying to beat Lucas to death, Christie's boyfriend, he's, like, laying on this thing. He gets, like, burnt in half. And that's a character because I, I was kind of like, okay, this this guy needs to needs to die. He's getting in the way of of Max, and like, th- there's no way Lucas is going to convince him either that 
like because he thinks this is like a ritual thing and that this um uh i can't remember the name of the the, the group that they're all a part of the the D group that they're all a part of there's this belief that they're like this cult thing right and this guy believes that that's the case and that he, he thinks like obviously he, he walks up to that you know that room and sees the the point that max is in and her eyes are all whited out and all this type of stuff so you kind of can't blame him for thinking that in a way but he did need to go because we as the audience and of course lucas understands the stakes here and like the the uh, music player gets broken and everything it's looking really bad and it was interesting because like i did kind of think at one point like okay are you gonna kill lucas here or are you gonna kill max like one of the two was a possibility and max ended up of course in the coma but then he gets like burnt in half and you're like okay he was a problem he's now out of the way but then you realize how big of a problem like vecna is as well so that that was pretty interesting to see as well but no there was there was a lot of like there was a lot of points in both these episodes where i was genuinely scared for these characters first five minutes of the eighth episode i thought you know nancy was getting um you know cornered and whatnot and i thought oh like he's got her in the chair and he's got his hands in the old position you know so um i just don't quite know how to feel about the fact that like okay eddie you know he did go out a hero i shouldn't you know discount eddie's death and everything um and he kind of saved uh dustin in a way he distracted the bats and everything and he went off he went out like a hero um so that was that that's that really did work quite well and like his conversation with dustin and he's like hey no man you weren't the coward you you didn't run off this time right and he went out like the hero i did get emotional about that i did think that was great i just kind of expected one or two more characters to die but again even though you put max in the perilous situation you did i didn't want her to die (laughs) you put nancy in the perilous situation you did in the first five minutes of this eighth episode i didn't want her to die um but i i still I, i'm glad I, I still felt that feeling of like i'm scared for all of these characters so uh, let, let's leave that point at that um let's talk about the other set pieces i suppose uh what else do we have here i talked most about the max stuff um i want to go back to talking about not mike will but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they sort of like handle Will going forward. Uh, clearly, there's still the thing with the mind flare going on and everything, so uh, we shall see. But um, yeah, there, there was there was a couple of moments where I thought he was going to just lean over and like kiss somebody. There's like there was a lot of those in the show. Um, yeah, in in this episode, so I'm curious to see where they're gonna where they're gonna go with that because they they keep hinting at it a lot of times. Um, but clearly, Will is Will seems to be still going through some stuff. They still got like the mind flare, the, the tingle thing on his neck uh, is is still going on because it happens towards the end of the uh, ninth episode, doesn't it? So um, we shall see. We shall see where that's where that's going to go, or who, which which character is going to be uh, he's going to be shipped with, I suppose. Because I don't know who they could pick out of the current cast. Um, he does keep looking at, um, Mike in a certain way. But Mike is with... Because I I can't quite tell what to read from that at certain points. Because Will keeps looking at Mike in a certain way. Almost in a sort of, like... 
it, it, I don't know if he does like him or whatever, or, or knows that, of course, like, L is still great th- friends with both of them. Of course, L's in the relationship with Mike. Um, yeah, we'll just have to see how all that goes. But there's there's a lot of looks and things going on with, uh, with, with Will and the show. So, we shall see. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Um, Jim and Joyce and uh, the, the friends and everything that worked out pretty well. That was that was great again. Uh, I thought that was that was good. Um, yeah, that was that was good again. Uh, I I thought that the um, not their friend, the other person. I thought he was gonna like screw the group over at, at some point. He took that like. Was that a spark plug or I, I don't know what that was from the from the plane that he took, uh, but no, that all seemed to work out in the end. So that was good. Um, I saw some discussion online going on as well. Speaking of character stakes and deaths and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> and somebody had kind of mentioned like if they killed Hopper in these two episodes, would the whole Russia trip have been pointless? There's an argument to be made there. Of course, that can't happen now because he's out of Russia and everything. And somebody, because I've, you know, in the last couple of days read about, like, hey, character death predictions and all, all this sort of stuff. If you were to kill Joyce instead, um, not, 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 neither neither of the characters died anyway, so. Um, but that was uh, interesting. Uh, not quite a lot to say that about Dustin. I thought he had some great, mo- again, the great two moments. Him with uh, with Eddie as he was dying, and of course Eddie's dad. We see him. Later in the episode, I thought those were some really good moments. But Dustin continues to be good old Dustin. And uh, we, we love him, don't we? So, that's good. Um, yeah, I kind of talked about the Nancy, uh, Steve and Robin stuff already. So, that was quite good. Uh, I, I really loved... But one one thing I haven't complimented the show for yet. I possibly should have done this in the spoiler-free section. Um, really fantastic use of music again. Both of the uh, Running Up the Hill, Kate Bush song, um, of the actual Stranger Things theme tune I thought was great again. And there's a few moments of like Hopper decapitating or sword fighting with a Demogorgon I thought was great. They intercut that with um, Nancy, Robin and Steve um, all fighting uh, Vecna. I, I think they throw a Molotov each and then Nancy lets off like six shotgun bullets or whatever that was or shotgun shells that that was really cool that was really really good uh the use of slow-mo there was great i think the show was really really good at doing a lot of that um so that was really good because i i think we saw in the little teaser trailer she was pumping a shotgun and she was shooting something but i don't think we saw what it was but now we know that it was vecna um but yeah i, I like the way that they handled vecna as well because there's a moment in the ninth episode where um what is it that um L pushes Vecna away so everybody gets kind of released then a later moment connected to that is when um they they're throwing the Molotovs and Nancy shooting the shotgun and everything at Vecna like this other version of, of Vecna um, that he's got all these, you know, things attached to him and whatnot. He was that they were doing all of that. They shoot him out of the window, and it it felt for a moment like, oh, Molotov thrown at him, like, and shoot him out the window, and that that they've won, right? Because 
L gets released and all, all sorts of kind of stuff happens. And for a moment I thought, hmm, that does feel a little bit too easy. And it was. So, because I, I, like I, I feel like out of all of the villains so far that we've had, Vecna's been the most developed and sort of built up. So, it makes a certain amount of sense that you would try this villain for two seasons. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Um, but they made a pretty good attempt. They made a very good attempt, so that was quite good as well. I think that's pretty much everything. Um, yeah, I talked about most of the stuff here. Uh, again, I hope Max is okay, you know, of course. Um, you've got... Oh, th- there's two other things for me to talk about. Um, his name here is mine. I, r- I refuse to call him Papa because I think that that's weird. <laughs> Especially, I just can't get over, like, all of, and I mentioned this in my Volume 1 Season 4 review. He's got all these kids, and of course one of them, which is number one, is, is a bit older. All of these kids and the way that they call him Papa, and he's like this man that's got this, this control of, the, of his kids. I feel like it's supposed to be creepy and kind of uncomfortable and, like, weird. If that's the intent, that is working. I'm very glad that he's dead. Uh, very, very glad. Although I said that in the last podcast, didn't I? Because they, they showed a shot of him being like he was bloodied and he was sort of thrown to the side or something. Um, I was conflicted with... There's a moment that he has with L, right? Where he presses the button, releases the collar thing that she's gotten. I'm not sure what that was actually supposed to do, but never mind. Um, and he releases that as if to say, like, I've released you from my grip or I don't know what that was supposed to say but obviously something like that she, she's free of him right she goes over to him and has like a 50 50 sort of like I'm really pissed off at you but you still sort of like because it, it, it even when he's saying like oh everything I did was for you it was all about you and I was like that's bullshit no that's bullshit you wanted control over all of these let's call them students for lack of a better word all you wanted was con- to control all of them. You were beating some of these students. Like, you were torturing some of these students. And, I mean, Elle's probably the one that he looks at as, like, obviously, like, the special one and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, you can, you know, she's the protagonist of the show. So, that, that makes a certain amount of sense. But, and Elle's having this, like, conflicted moment of, like, maybe he did care, but he still did horrible things and you still hated him because he tried to kill her like multiple times as well um but no i i was like i I want this guy dead as soon as possible he's a problem and let's just get him out of the way so I'm, i'm glad that he's uh he's gone uh so that was good um let's end this uh spoiler section on a on a really nice moment with robin now i can't remember her classmate's name but she meets back up. Uh, she, she, they're all helping out at this um, food bank-ish sort of place. Obviously, you know, Hawkins is in a bit of ruin, and they're trying to gather supplies like you know clothes and food and all, all the sort of stuff. And obviously, some of the some of the characters are helping out. Steve is there. There's other characters there. Robin is one of them. And she meets her friend. And of course, last time she saw her, she was obviously looking at her a lot and everything because she likes her. But the friend was with her boyfriend. 
So that was obviously very disappointing. Um, and then, even though the scene was a little bit predictable, it was still a really nice moment. And Steve is looking over, he's smiling, he's kind of smiling as we're smiling, right? It's a nice moment, she's wanted a bit of happiness, she's liked this this girl for a long time. Um, she obviously had the coming out scene, I think it was last season, that was really good, really touching and emotional and everything. Um, they're making jokes about, was it peanut butter, I think? And one of them is, <laughs> she's getting really carried away as she completely covers two pieces of bread with peanut butter. And then uh, Robin gives her some other condiment as well. I think it was something, some sort of blackcurrant thing. So that was nice. Um, and you know, they don't stand there and make out for five minutes or whatever. They they have they, they have a, a nice reconciliation sort of moment together. And again, camera cuts, camera cuts over to Steve. We're all Steve in this scene, right? We're all the ones that are looking over at them. And just, just rooting for this to be happy. For this to be nice. And you know, they've gone through this massive ordeal. They almost all died. And it's just a really nice moment. So... Um, I I really really love that for for Robin. Hopefully none of those characters die, because <laughs> again we'll see. Um, but no, that was that was a that was a nice moment, and I, I want to leave my uh, review, uh, the discussion points on that last moment. I thought that was just that was just really really nice. So um, good for you, Robin. Good for you. I'm uh, I'm I'm rooting for you. I'm sure Steve is, and I hope that the whole audience is as well, because we we all should be definitely so uh we shall see um that's it for stranger things i can't think of anything else to talk about anything else any other points i need to go more in depth on um it was a great season of television a fantastic season of television Uh, a few sticking points here and there that we'll see how all of that ultimately concludes with the final season um but no, I thoroughly enjoyed it i was scared for all of these characters which is important i was completely glued to all of these episodes um as i have done for most of the show from my memory um this is one of the best shows on television this is one of netflix's best shows um and i can't wait for season five in about two years time whenever it's going to be so there we go anyway uh what did you think of this season what did you think of the deaths and everything um do you think there should have been more do you think there should have been less um what do you think about vecna surviving the next season uh what do you think of the nice moment with robin what did you think of what did you think of by the way of my my two time ish related issues with the max scenes again not like more sort of just sticking points in a sort of otherwise fantastic set of episodes that we've got and, uh, you know, I said as well, my, my favourite season is still season three. What is your favourite season? Is this your favourite season? Or is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Let me know all your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, uh, everything else um, that you got. Uh, you can either send those in to matthewentertainmenttalk.org, uh, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. There's also the email box and the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well so get involved uh, in the meantime you can find everything else that we're doing on entertainmenttalk.org for our tv games films and main night podcasts take a look out for all those entertainmenttalk.org and your favorite podcast platforms just search for entertainment talk although i'm presuming you've done one of those two things which is how you listen to this but welcome and uh, check out the rest of our content if you'd like to do that as well in the meantime, you can uh, also support Entertainment Talk simply by listening to more episodes. You can also tell other people just simply by literally just telling them about the podcast. Or you can use social media, uh, tell people about our podcast over there. 
Um, Patreon, there's changes to Patreon now. There is now the $5, $10 level tier. Again, that's a bit of an experiment. Uh, you can go over to our Patreon page and check out those um, two. There's now just two rewards, two tiers. I got rid of everything else that was sort of on there. $5, $10 level tiers. Take a look at that if you'd like to as well. That's for your ad-free podcast and review options. So check that out. If you want more TV and film news, uh, you can go and check out David's website, which is geektown.co.uk. You can also check out Geektown Radio uh, through TV and film news. Geektown Radio episodes do come out on Tuesdays. However, keep in mind, the next couple of weeks, David is away on holiday. I'm not sure what he's doing with Geektown. In the meantime, it's up to him, of course. But go and check out the most recent Geektown episode from Tuesday. That's got Grey on it as well. Uh, Speaking of Grey, you can find him at Grey the Geek on uh, Twitter, Grey with an A, to check out what he's posting over there. Uh, but at geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio for all of your TV and your film news, so renewals, cancellations, casting news, pickups, all that sort of stuff. Lots of things going on at the moment. If you want some fun content over on Twitch, Bex is streaming retro games, including Tomb Raider. Uh, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, you can also find her on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me on Twitch at eTalkUK as well if you want to follow me for my game streams. That includes the normal game streams, the FIFA career mode episodes and other things as well. If you've missed any of those, including the game clips, I think our YouTube channel is now completely up to date as entertainment talk plays for the streams, career mode episodes and the game clips. I'm going to breathe now. Uh, Thanks very much for listening and uh, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.